just you always have to remain humble. Never think that you have it figured out 100%. Always be digging and learning and trying to figure out, even if a customer says you did great, find out what you could do better. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year, and we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call the CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focusing on operations. The Systems will set you free. So think about systems, think about flow, sustainability, potentially working out in your morning routine, waking up early, e-commerce, different business models. Think of the operations and the models that basically set up the foundation to allow the creativity within organizations, but also to make sure the trains are running on time and things are going as they should. Now, this is extremely important because we often can turn to the sexy parts of business and forget about the operations and how important that is. So I really want to focus this month on this specific topic. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Greg Cantor of Murray Lampert Design Build Remodel. Greg, super excited to have you on the show. Thanks for having me on. Nice to meet you face to face. Yes, absolutely. Face-to-face in today's world and excited to to hear about all the awesome things that you've been working on. So, of course, before we do that, I wanted to read a little bit more about Greg so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Greg began working for Murray Lampert Design Build Remodel in 1977, learning all aspects of home from the ground up and around. From 1983 until 1989, Greg worked for the company as a project manager and eventually grew into the role of head of production. In 1990, when Greg's grandfather, Murray Lampert, retired, he bought the business and took over as president CEO, running all day-to-day operations. And over the years, Greg has been responsible for managing the design, build of over 2,000 home remodeling and construction projects, including landscape, pools, outdoor living, and many, many more. He also has made many appearances on local news in San Diego, co-hosted shows on ABC TV, iHeartRadio, as well as being quoted in national publications, educating consumers on architecture, interior design, home improvement, and construction. And of course, he's been featured as well on CEO Blog Nation. So Greg, appreciate you taking time out. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. And thanks for that great introduction. Yes. Reading the introduction is the easy work. The hard work is doing all the (laughs) stuff that you've been doing. So appreciate you for doing it as well, too. I I wanted to kick everything off um, by rewinding the clock. I know we touched on a little bit when I read your bio, but I wanted to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story. We'll let you get started. Okay. Do you want me to just hit it? Yeah, let's hit it. Let's go into it. So to start out, I was always um, very mechanically inclined. And I used to take things apart when I was a kid and fix things. And everybody turned to me to fix their appliances and things like that. So I, I liked that part of it. And I, and I also liked architecture, but 
decided that I didn't really want to go to the track of getting an architecture degree. So I was actually in the automotive side of things in a family business, and I was going to college and working part-time. And then one day I decided to go to my grandfather and see if I could work part-time for him and earn my way up in the organization. And he was very reluctant at first, but he finally said yes. And I said, I'll work for free until you decide that I, I have value. And one thing led to another. Within a couple months, I was um, handling projects on my own. And that's the start of my career in design and construction. Nice. And I love kind of hearing the seeds that were planted very early on and as being somebody who always was looking to take those things apart and then fix them. Because I think part of being a CEO, entrepreneur, business owner, all these kind of higher level type positions, a lot of times things come broken and you have to do that in many different ways, I imagine. But even as a CEO, I'm still not afraid to go out on a job site, push a broom, do whatever it takes to finish a job or help our team out. So I'm not, it's not beneath me to do anything. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't hear how you got started, how you started working and, and kind of right. volunteer, for lack of a better term, volunteering your time and how you learned, I imagine, all the aspects of the business to help you, you know, do things, but also be able to understand what needs to be done. Exactly. And I started from the nuts and bolts side. And then eventually I just had to learn the business and marketing side on the fly. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel when you're making, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I guess, do you feel like when you are trying to make certain strategic decisions, whether it be around a specific project or marketing or finance or all those different aspects, by having that experience, do you feel like that has gave you somewhat of a leg up? It does. And it keeps me grounded. And I'm just really all about the team. And even though I'm running the company, I don't shut myself inside an office behind my desk. I'm out I'm walking the walking the floor, going to job sites, and still very actively involved with customers. And and I think that accessibility is absolutely huge when you're able to have that vision and have that mission, but still be able to to be accessible to see how things are going. Be there, you feel like you're not just doing a job. I guess somebody somebody working on right. the team, but you feel like you're dialed in with the person, with my team, and with my customers. And I don't micromanage, but I want to be accessible. And there's certain connections that I have that I'm the go-to person that, that makes it happen. Absolutely love that. And, and again, loving to hear that uh, progression. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you're serving your clients. Can you take us through some of the services and, and ways that you're, you're making that impact for your clients? Yes. And I like to describe us as we're like an architecture interior design firm that does remodeling and construction. So we're full service. We have an architect on staff and architectural designers, as well as interior designers, project managers. So someone comes to us and typically it's it's couples or mostly couples and families. We we handle everything and we may we take the stress out of the whole thing by people don't have to worry about going to a separate architect, going to a structural engineer, getting an interior designer, then going out to bid. We handle everything all under one roof. Nice. That's absolutely huge. And, and and I think we were, you know, joking a little bit about the weather before you're in the San Diego, you know, California right. area. Is that the area that you serve or how, how far out do you go? We're San Diego County only. And we've actually shrunk our geographics a little bit because it's a very busy time and we want to serve our customers and be able to get to job sites quickly. There is traffic. And so even in our geographics, sometimes we have to contend with that, but 
that was a decision we made for now is that we don't take every job. We, we want just like a consumer comes to us, they're looking for the right builder. We're also looking for the right customer. Yeah, absolutely. It's not about being in that ivory tower. It's about integrating and, and connecting and talking with people so you can see at the end of the day how you can provide that uh, better solution. So would you consider that to be what I like to call the, the secret sauce, the thing you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? Is it that ability to integrate all of those aspects and be so you know connected with your clients, trade partners, customers, and everything in between? I think that's part of the secret sauce, but also the culture too is our secret sauce that is hard. You can't duplicate the culture, really, the people and the people here are friends with each other. They have bowling night. Last night was bowling night, actually. And so it's, it's just a great feeling. And I have to also give a lot of credit to my daughter, who's the fourth generation. She's helped us build our team to another level with more diversity, some youth, some new ideas. And, and it's really, really, it's just blossoming right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I almost wonder, especially in, in being able to have that familiar atmosphere, it sounds like you have and being able to go to bowling and do exciting things. Also that diversity, as far as like age and in many different ways, I imagine right. that it provides unique ways to solve you know problems as well, which I think a lot of people gloss over. It does. I mean, because I mean, we have a very wide range of ages. We're probably about, I just counted the other day, we're about half female and half male. And like I said, the age spread is wide. So there's things, there's experiences that I have that I can bring to the table, but then there's new ideas that the millennials bring to the table. Yeah. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So I've been doing a lot of reading and, and I would say one of the biggest game changers in the last year is we read our leadership team read traction, the book traction, and we are implementing all those strategies right now. Until about a year ago, we didn't even have a leadership team. So that has just made a huge positive impact on our company. The other book um, that I read actually twice is Good to Great. And it just makes you kind of like look through your optics are different. And you look at people and you figure out who's in the right seat and who's not. Yeah. That makes so much sense. So absolutely love each of those hacks. And and so I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice, uh, but it's something I like to say, if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. On the marketing side, not to pitch, to educate and inform and not too many businesses make the mistake of either they don't have marketing experience, but they they try or somebody, an agency gives them pitch that it doesn't really work. It takes the personality. And that's another thing. Website, make a website personal. I, go, I always look at sites that have no personality. You don't know who the principal is. Often there's no staff or anything on it. And, and I look at it from the other side of a consumer that's shopping for a service or good or whatever they want to have that feeling that they know who they're working with. And so I think the personalization and and that's something that it took me time to get, but 
I do a lot of writing and commentary and I do it in a way where it's not salesy, factual. And, and I think that really resonates with people and it builds that trust for up and coming businesses. Another thing I would say is keep your humility. That is to me, a mistake that so many people and companies make is they get too arrogant and too, like I said, too big for their britches. Just, you always have to remain humble. Never think that you have it figured out a hundred percent. Always, always be digging and learning and trying to figure out, even if a customer says you did great, find out what you could do better. Yeah, absolutely. There's always another level and always more that we can do. But a lot of times by having those questions and being open to listening to those things as well, too, that's where truly great growth and innovation and, and, and um, progression happens. So absolutely, absolutely. appreciate that. So the good, um, the bad and the ugly, I say. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Be open to it because that's the best yeah. way to improve that, that feedback. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Greg, what does being a CEO mean to you? It's just, it's a very rewarding experience leading a team, being side by side with my daughter in a legacy business. And my wife also works in the business. Just just what the feeling that I get being in the community and being able to keep our staff employed during COVID and grow double the size we were before COVID. That's super rewarding. And just having repeat customers and people said that, say, tell us that someone, we did a job for somebody and they recommended us, those kind of things. That's what it's all about. And I have to add that you probably know this, but family business have a high failure rate, very high failure rate. And the advantage that I have that I greatly appreciate is I, I went through trying to stake my claim and earn my keep and eventually buy the company from my grandfather, but it wasn't easy. And that relationship was, was not the greatest. And he was, he was very, he put up a lot of barriers and, and I can understand because he was getting older and he was trying to keep his place, but I learned a lot from that. And so I will not do that with my daughter. I've, I've given her a lot of freedom to help us grow. And, and, and she'll sometimes steer me down another street. And I know that I'm not going to get my butt hurt over it. And I know, I know my place and I'm not, I don't feel excluded or slighted or like I'm getting pushed out. Greg, truly appreciate that. I appreciate you um, for Thank taking you. time out today. This what was I want a great to do now, time. Absolutely. What I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you, your family and your team are working on. What I didn't do that everyone should do is read or listen to books on tape and continue to like build your knowledge. And that's, I'm working really hard to keep, keep it going, learn something every day. But the way we can be reached is our website is murraylampert.com. We are all over with commentary. So if you Google Murray Lampert or Google Greg Cantor, you'll find all kinds of information about remodeling tips and from design to construction. So yeah, that's it. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Greg, truly appreciate you again, my friend. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you and all the awesome things. I love that last you know, nugget. I'm going to call it a mountain because there you provided so many nuggets and mountains of, of information that we can kind of learn to, to get better, but always sharpening the saw and, and making sure that yes. we are listening to podcasts, we are listening, reading books, doing all those things, but also having people around us that we're willing to listen to allows us to reach that ultimate Absolutely. level. So thank you so much and taking the lead of course your time today and i hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day thank you have a great weekend thank you for listening to the i am ceo podcast powered by cb nation and blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co i am ceo is not just a phrase it's a community get your driven ceo gear at ceogear.co Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.